we explore practical ways to put our inner calls at the service of the common good. Welcome to the Profit Podcast. Hi. Ciao. Hola. Salut. Ni hao. Hola. Apakaba. Xin ciao. Sawaji. Marhaban. Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Evelyn Sanchez and Enrique Sanjais. So, today's guest is a very special woman who helps Asian companies in branding and marketing role. Helena Pham is a partner at Consulus Global and also managing director at Consulus Vietnam. The firm specializes in helping companies transform their business models to increase the value chain through business and brand experience design. She has been the lead consultant for corporate strategy for major global brands, such as Sony, and also for local Vietnamese brands and governments, like Da Nang, for example. Helena is a featured columnist on innovation culture for Asian businesses, and also a TED Talk speaker for regional conferences in Vietnam and Singapore. Last but not least, she has been trained to be a global coach and has worked with experts such as Tony Robbins, Robert Kiyosaki, and Blair Singer. Welcome, Elena. Welcome, Elena. Hello, everyone. So nice to be here with you all. <laughs> It's our pleasure. You were like very recommended. In, and we are very, very curious to know more about you, more about your journey. How did you get here? And maybe try to help our listeners how to, to get along with these this, uh, challenges of life, you know, like uh, uh, how to pursue our, our dreams, how to make the difference in the world and feel com comfortable with that and confident to do that. So, first of all, um, we are very happy to have you here. And yeah. could you just uh, like start uh, presenting yourself, telling our listeners what do you do, what do you like to do? Um, yeah, yeah, feel comfortable, feel, feel at home. <laughs> okay, now I need to present myself. <laughs> um, how to present myself? Uh, okay, I'm a warrior. Um, I believe in doing the good thing. So my uh, guiding Uh, principle is being a magnet, magnet of uh, goodness. So doing the good things, you're spreading the good things. And in my work, I, I try to be um, the light for, uh, for the clients because in the process of changing, right, there are a lot of challenges, a lot of obstacles. So I like to be the light for them so that they know where to go next. Um, so that's about me. And currently, I'm the partner of Consulus Global. I've been here. Yeah, I have chosen my purpose of life in Consulus um, in almost 11 years. Um, I think it's a beautiful journey. I, I, I love to share more with you guys uh, how I ended up here. Um, and of course, a lot, along the journey, right, a lot of ups and downs. And I think it's worth it. Um, I think just now uh, you guys were talking about how to pursue your dreams. I just had my uh, moments of like philosopher this morning <laughs> about it because right now I'm, I'm, I'm also going through some. And I think that's the lesson learned, lesson that I have to learn. Yeah. Is it, um, is it 
<laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you did it. You presented yourself. <laughs> I love the warrior part. It's like a, yeah. I am the superhero part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You started really great. Uh, can you just uh, explain to our listeners what does Consulus do in the world? Like, um, what is Consulus? Yes. Mm. So, um, as, as any human being, we need to find our life purpose. Uh, you need, we need to find our strengths and then uh, know how to navigate, right? So, counselors, we work with companies to do the same. We help companies as to find their own purpose and how to unify all their resources, all their strengths, all the, their people uh, so that they can achieve the, the highest potential that they are meant to be. Um, so, I think many times the, the clients can't really describe us because we are more than a consultant, we are not a consultant because we really care for them, we work with them, we understand them. Sometimes we understand them even more <laughs> than they understand us. <laughs> mm. um, so, and then we, with, with the mindset of the outsider and also the insider, so that's how we help them to achieve the best. Yeah. Uh, in a nutshell, uh -huh. technically, Consulus is an uh, innovation by design consultancy firm. Yeah, we help them to innovate, to increase the business value uh, by doing the um, essential things and then how to unify and how to uh, maximize their challenges, their strengths. Uh -huh, yes. This is a beautiful explanation. Uh, also, uh, an important thing, like um, we, we know that Consulus is um, this consultancy, right? And um, it's like friends who help uh to develop an idea and point them into a direction and and help in a crisis, for example, and we and we know that we are facing a big crisis during the pandemic. So, um, why do you think this uh, in the in the in the context of nowadays, now, uh, like of these days, the last year, how how does Consulus help? those companies um, to face this, this uh, unexpected journey that we have been facing in the last year? Yes, please share an example for, with us. Yeah, please. Yeah, I think I've been in the past year, uh, I've been working with my team with a lot of uh, uh, social enterprises. So here is about profit, right, podcast. And what's the importance of profit? Um, I think the pandemic gave us a very good opportunity. Actually, it's an incredible opportunity to really filter and understand why we are doing it. Um, so a lot of social enterprise, because they are also a businesses, right? A business. So they need to uh, carry on their business as usual. But they also have the, their social mission. But without the pandemic, everything seems like as usual. They are very busy mm -hmm. doing, trying yeah. to pursue things, having grants, doing the social work and everything, so on and so forth. But last year uh, is a wake-up call for them. Like, if they are not profitable, they can't do any good. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's another lesson learned for, for me and also a lot of business owners. Like, if we are too attached to the idea without focusing on why we are doing it in the first place. If we want to make it sustainable, we want to do more social work, 
then we need to focus on do the essential things instead of like trying to be busy, busy doing so many things without knowing what's working, what, what is not working. So I think the pandemic helps the companies. I think it's a, as I said, it's a very brilliant opportunity for us to focus on doing the essential things, focus on our bigger purpose of why we're doing it in the first place. Yeah, so recently I, I just, uh, my team has just finished a, a, a very reputable um, social enterprise in Singapore. They are so good. I mean, they have done so many things. But in, ter in terms of business, right, it's, it's not going anywhere. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. like, it's struggle only also for us, like when we try to understand them, analyze where they are coming from. And then help them to navigate. And um, by the end of the day, at the end of the day, they, they did realize that they did have a clarity of uh, what to focus and why they are doing it. Um, yeah, so it's a beautiful thing for us. Apart from that, um, among all the other companies, is I think it's also the similar uh, episode whereby they, it's, it's a wake-up call to focus on mm -hmm. doing the, the right thing, the uh, the relevant things for their business. Mm -hmm. That's very good. I love the part of doing the essential. Like uh, for doing that, you need to have as a as an owner of a company uh, the purpose of your company very clear and um, just. Uh, let the all all the team members uh, to know and to embrace that purpose, and then just to look what uh, are the things that are actually es essential uh, for the business. So I really like that. Uh, I have another question. Uh, I I love uh, counselors. I I really uh, love the the example that you gave. Um, but my question is, how do you end up in that company? <laughs> yeah, and then let me share a little about my uh, story. And there's also something I want to share with all of you guys, how observations and personal reflections help a lot. Um, when, just to let you know, before counselors, I worked in like five companies within five years. Wow, so, okay. Yeah. So the conclusion is all right to switch job until you are clear what you want. Yeah. Um, right. And what I did during the first five years of my career is, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I was very good at my work in every role I took, but then there was no like fulfillment. Like you just like do for the sake of achieving uh, the goal of the job. Um, until yes. one day at, at the final, um, final role, then I realized I had a lot of things that I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable at all. Actually, I hate seeing it happening around me. Uh, so I noticed I kept observing, observing about like, okay, why in this like, because my office is in the 12th floor of the building. So in between when I need to go up or go down, I have to uh, go through a lot of other offices, right? And a lot of people from other offices in the lift. And very often, I, I overheard a lot of like gossiping, uh, blaming each other, uh, uh, mm. you know, and uh, saying bad things behind the colleagues and so on. I really hate it. 
mm-hmm. I don't know why. But then I realized, and then uh, because of my one of the projects that I did in my company during that time was uh, about unifying people, different teams from different uh, business divisions. I realized we spend a lot of time and money for like team building and training, but how come there's still something is missing? And I wanted to really go out and find the answer. Um, so that's how I started like building up from my observations. Focus on what you're com- uncomfortable as well, to to find out what you really love and passionate about doing. And as the master MBA candidate, usually. People don't like to be an intern when you start your new career, right? <laughs> you're big, you know. Now you got something. You need to have good, like in emergency. Yeah. But I found counselors, and I saw the first like associate. They have a page of like they are always recruiting. Um, so I just apply myself. Okay, maybe you don't have a role, but just consider me because I want to learn. Um, yeah, that's why I was in counselors, and then at the beginning. Uh, of course, as a small companies, <coughs> eleven years ago, um, there are still a lot of things that not in place. And instead of me being the outsider, because when you join a new company, usually you just like look and see, look and see right? whether it's worth contributing. <laughs> okay, it's not clear. Uh, it's fine. I see it's happening. I see I can contribute. So I do my best. And then after a few months, and uh, is a like this is a making point for me whether I want to stay, because before I joined Consulus, I always wanted to come back to Vietnam um, to do something for my own. Because yeah, I know what I want. I want to help companies to uh, focus on like bringing the people inside to be the potential, so that they can help the company as the as a collective uh, effort. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I made myself. Um, I created myself a a challenge to tell my mm-hmm. uh, CEO during that time upfront. So I want to go back. Do you agree? If you agree, then I continue. If you don't agree, I will quit. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, He's wow. a warrior. <laughs> yeah, Jesus I know it. <laughs> and then my CEO, my CEO, uh, CEO was like, "Yeah, we are welcoming you here. We are welcoming entrepreneurs and warriors like you." And he accepted. And then, yeah, that's the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> great, great! Yeah. It's incredible. Like, um, we, your listeners are not uh, watching. Us, but Elena is so young, and she did this lot of things. <laughs> it's like I think um, I, I faced some some uh, challenges in my life too, and it's exactly what you said. There, there was a phrase you used in the beginning, which is uh, to continue your search. You know, like uh, don't stop until you find it. Right? Uh, you, you you people tend to 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 stop. Um, I don't know because. Usually it's comfortable and that's it. Comfortable but not happy or or not fulfilled, right? Uh, feeling like uh, your your inner call being uh, fulfilled. But um, this story of yours, it's completely the opposite, right? <laughs> this is great. <laughs> it's great to 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 hear. And like uh, for our listeners, I, I'm in Brazil, 
right now, and Elena is in Vietnam. So uh, all over the world, we need to to just uh, continue our journey and try to reach our goals. It's like wherever you are, you know, wherever you are. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to ask you, uh, although you you're, <laughs> you have a long journey, <laughs> um, could you just tell, tell us, like, uh, which was your highest moment in your career and your lowest point? Because we are all, uh, also like uh, uh, issues bring opportunities, right? So <laughs> we want to hear those two extreme points of you. Yeah, I think for highest points, I have a lot of high, highest points in consulates um, because, as I said, we are about uh, making change, right? Making change happen for them, uh, making them realize uh, what's the purpose of them being in the business in the first place and why they are there in the company together. Um, and there are so many moments during, like, we, we did a lot of strategic workshops for them. And uh, before is like very dark picture of what's going on, a lot of conflicts, a lot of disunity, um, a lot of uh, mistrust and so on and so forth. But then during the workshop and towards the end, right, whenever I see them be able to reconcile, respect each other again, appreciate each other again, those are my highest moments. Because it's true that they can see themselves again. They can see uh, mm -hmm. new eyes and then they accept each other. So those are uh, considered highest moments for me and it happens all the time in all the projects that we've been to. And the, the second highest moment is, of course, when we see they, they, they achieve the business goals uh, for themselves. And the third one is when... Um, the things that we produce for them, like it, regardless is a workshop, uh, work, um, uh, Excel worksheet tool, or some guidelines, or some training materials, and so on, so what they put in place, and it produces the results for them. Um, those are the highest points. Um, and then the next highest point is when I remember, <laughs> like I remember this company um, is a husband and wife uh, business. So they are dealing with um, like pregnancy and babies' products, mothers and babies' products. And um, mm -hmm. when you went into the company, you realize, of course, this one is the mom's idea, the wife's idea, because she's a woman, right? <laughs> so the, 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 mm -hmm. the husband is just about numbers. Okay, if you want to do e-commerce, you want to do this, do this, do this, all about numbers without emotions at all. <laughs> Mm -hmm. after the project um, they got the uh, they got interview no they got interview or um, visited by big media group or something and they went around and interviewed him and he's the spokesperson of the brand after that and he was like this area is for the mom to take care of the babies to play with the babies I feel so happy you know it's like changing the business <laughs> itself but also changing the person like to really attach uh -huh. to what you are doing and love what you are doing instead of only focus on the numbers itself yeah so those are the highest mm -hmm. moments for me um lowest moment of course is for for us is the business of innovation so if 
uh, something uh, doesn't work, then I will feel uh, a little bit down. <laughs> and um, and also, if like when we went into the companies and we realized they are doing a lot more, um, the value that they are bringing into the society, to the business is a lot more. And try to provoke them mm-hmm. to um, how they to set a, a more ambitious uh, goal plan. Mm-hmm. But if they don't see it, I also feel bad. <laughs> yeah, like recently uh, yeah. last year, we were do, uh, working with uh, a travel agency, and they are doing like kind of um, uh, adventurous uh, that is that tourism kind of things. Uh, going to Chernobyl and everything so that people mm-hmm. the themselves mm-hmm. can feel themselves again through uh, challenges of others in the past. And then we, we saw another value mm-hmm. that the purpose of his business is not like just bring them there, but also fight, have them to high purpose through tourism. Yeah, so this the higher purpose that we found for him, but uh, he couldn't take it. <laughs> So it's the lowest mm-hmm. point for, for us, but we have to accept at the end of the day is uh, each person's decision and comfort uh, to follow what they think they can. Yeah. I think Vietnam is one of the countries that uh, have very good support for women entrepreneurs and leaders and women in general. I think it's back to the hint. Like long, long history, right? We used to have like woman, female uh, yes. general of the country during the period, so mm-hmm. it's, it's normal for us. Um, so I'm the member of the Hanoi uh, Association Women Entrepreneurs, and we have around um, almost 400 members here in Hanoi. Um, so what what the association is trying to do is to create a space, a platform for the business, mm-hmm. uh, women business leaders and entrepreneurs to come together to have each other um, in both personal life and also the business life. I think in personal life a lot more, but I think it's, it's a good thing mm-hmm. for um, for people to, to get together um, because uh, if, mm-hmm. when you climb up to um, the top level of any organization, um, you need some rapport. Uh, of course, it's best from your team, but also you need it from your community, and uh, this is the role of the association here. Do you remember, actually, when did you first have contact with your inner call, and how was it? Mm, I think the inner call... Um, as I said, it's, it's during my uh, time during the 20, you know, 15, 16 years ago. Yeah, when I was my, at my uh-huh. uh, previous job before consulates. Remember, I was very mm-hmm. uncomfortable uh, what I seeing, what I was seeing. So that's why I wanted to find out more. I think that's the starting point. Um, starting from what I was not comfortable with. Uh, what I hate to see. Um, that that was how I started my journey, finding my inner call, 
and then of course um, with all the manifestation or uh, the actual experiences of doing the thing, serving people, is make it, it like amplified it, uh, make it more like proven. But of course, um, in in this process of finding your inner core and then pursuing it, and especially related to your own strengths, right? I'm a very good person with process. I can draw flow charts very quickly. Like when I see you like this, right? I can draw all the processes already. And so very good at designing programs or workshops and everything. So I have certain skill set that are very unique to me. Uh, but in the process of pursuing your inner core or your purpose or your career, um, I myself uh, also have struggle of like, do I want to stick to my strengths or do I want to do something else? Because at the same, at the end of the day, everyone wants to have like some sense of growth. You keep doing. Uh, what you really good at, you like okay again. Of course, I do it very fast, but again. So I think the the lesson learned for me is yes, it's your inner strength. If this is your core strength, everyone needs it, so you should do it. But at the same time, find a way to uh, utilize it in a different way so that you can feel that it's growing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I think for for all of us, I think it's it's critical um, to know that at some point you get stagnant because you're really so good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the next things are how to mm-hmm. move on instead of killing your strengths. Of course. Hmm. Yeah. You're telling us uh, uh, a lot of things. <laughs> Uh, we are absorbing <laughs> everything that you are saying right now. <laughs> I, Making yes, us think a lot. <laughs> I, I'm actually taking notes. <laughs> I really am. Because I love the part about, like, like you use your observation powers to uh, do the, the quest. You know, like your inner call, like, I, I like this, I don't like this, uh, let's try something else. And uh, something that is very important for me is that you are not afraid to, to fail. So you, you said you try five different jobs in five different years and, the, and you, you uh, observe and and said, this is not what I like. Uh, it needs to be uh, something else, something's missing. <laughs> so uh, I, I really admire that, that uh, uh, attitude to, to life, you know? So uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you. And, but I do have another question for you related to profit because we are the profit podcast. And we in, in a different episode, we said that profit is not only financial profit, but it's also social profit. So I think uh, so far we have been talking about social profit, but financial profit is also important. So uh, how do you uh, put uh, this your vocation um, to make it sustainable to make uh, both financial profit and social profit 
um, personally, um, I think I need just need to be clear about um, how much do I need um, to maintain the way that I the way of life that I I, I think I um, I'm comfortable with instead of earning too much or spending too much. Yeah, so I I have that. Uh, um, I have marking point for that, and if it's mm-hmm. uh, how I say, if it's supported, then I will not care much about anymore. Uh, instead, I will distribute. I also have rules of allocating my finance. Um, at least ten percent to do charity work every month. Um, so I have also another group of my friends. Uh, we set up like like community for live with passion. Uh, we all got inspired by uh, a famous uh, life coach, uh, Tony Robbins. So we in you know, we attend his training many years ago, and then we decided to set up this foundation. Uh, and then we build schools uh, so that it can last for all the children and so on and so forth. So this is what I'm doing every every month. Um, so yeah, in a way, you will have a balanced life. You know uh, how much you should have per month to maintain your um, your standard of life, and then uh, attribute some percentage every month to do social work. Yeah, then your life is so balanced because you are taking care of yourself and so taking care of your uh, communities out there. And of course, it's about. Um, building for future, so some savings and some long-term savings and some time to invest is part of the jars. I have six jars, something like that, <laughs> for my financial planning. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. for personal um, arrangement. For company right now, I think for consumers, we, in terms of time, right, um, we dedicate a lot of I think around 25% serving uh, the, the organizations in need, like social enterprise and non-profits, uh, sometimes we don't charge. So we dedicate, it's, it, it's becoming our policy to, uh, to allocate our time to support them for social profit. Uh, in terms of profit, then of course, how we can attribute, uh, how, how we can contribute ourselves, how we can uh, utilize the funds, right? So we we use our funds with the bigger project to support those smaller projects. Um, of course, as I mentioned earlier, when we were saving, serving the social enterprise, especially during pandemic, right? Social profit is important, but it's not everything. You need to have your financial profit too, because you need to pay your staff, right? Of course. <laughs> you, you yes. have other mm-hmm. uh, buying yeah. things for them. You need money, and money is not evil. Money just. Is. So you need to find mm-hmm. good ways to produce those more means for to to do better. Yeah. So profit is important, um, especially for a business. You have to make profit. Otherwise, your idea is not working. Yeah, uh, that's true. And uh, I I would I was I I am about to to bring another point. Uh, which has everything to do with uh, this kind of financial profit and how to how to sustain yourself and your business, uh, depending on the case. Um, that is, do you believe that um, the work you do today, although we don't have a 
consulates uh, worldwide. There are some places uh, people who, who listen to us, they, they don't have a, the kind of work that consulates does. Um, do you think, um, is it possible to prepare an initiative like the one you do? Do you think it's re replicable? I mean, um, can you see it being applied uh, in other social contexts around the world, uh, making, making it sustainable and so people can carry on a, a, a work like that and transform themselves, their families and their, their communities, you know? Um, I think if you are familiar with the concept of, it's not really a concept, it's a movement, economy of communion, right? is similar concept. Mm -hmm. um, I think for consulates, we are very much inspired by EOC, Economy of Communion, in, in the business model, in the way we uh, attract our uh, consultants mm -hmm. and the way we work with our clients and so on and so forth. So by, and actually consulates is one of the founding members for EOC in the Asia Pacific, so that we can spread it out and make it more replicatable. Uh, for the businesses, for the communities out there, and even for individuals, how they can uh, sustain uh, themselves doing the good thing, but also balanced. Yeah, I think this is what we have been doing. So for consulates, we have been uh, around since 2004. And right now, we have been in more than 16 countries and four continents. So it's replicable and it's expandable and scalable. <laughs> We actually, um, uh, I don't know if you already know this, as friends here, uh, it's nice to, to be said that we, we met, uh, our Profit Podcast, uh, we met, we are a group of people from all over the world, uh, in the Economia Francesco, which is a movement that started last year, uh, I mean in 2019, but uh, with, which finally started to, to, to give the first steps in 2020, and it, which is inspired by the, econo the economy of communion. So uh, it's really nice to mm -hmm. hear you talking about it. Uh, and for you listeners, uh, please go and search because the economy of communion is yeah. all over the world. <laughs> Or if it is not, you can start yeah. your own initiative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with their support. For, uh, for me as well, like, um, just to share another example, during last year outbreak, um, the initial outbreak of COVID, right, in, in my country. Yeah, my, I think my heart was breaking when I saw so many bad news every day. And um, me and my friends mm -hmm. in my community groups, we decided, okay, instead of like just being so sad about it, we had to do something. So we, yeah, we put a call people in, we, uh, we invite people to donate and fundraise, and then we buy the specialized mask for all the nurse and doctors is really the nurse and doctors because they, they have to take care of themselves and for during that time in, in Vietnam we didn't have enough masks for them so we did that and I think my the lesson learned mm -hmm. through that uh, uh, incident and so many points in my life is if you don't see it happen you make it happen in your uh, work environment if you see so many conflicts so many things are happening, be the one to change it instead of like blaming everyone else and like just being passive. Yeah, you can do it because if you want to do it yourself, mm -hmm. you do it yourself. Otherwise, there are a lot of people out there who are willing to join you. So just make the first step. So I think mm -hmm. for me, it's, it's a lot of joy and fulfillment because I, I can do it that way. 
remember my story in concerts being like look and see look and see instead of doing that right i i made the first yeah yeah i think uh um this is this might sound like uh uh everybody knows this expression but you, your journey starts with the first step you know like if you just wait for things to happen they won't happen as you said you need to see it <laughs> right so uh see it in your mind first so you can give the first step and begin building that that long journey and, and you will find up, right? some that's, other people along the way how can people contact you and know a little bit better about your work hmm. i'm available on linkedin you or you just search on google helena consulus you'll find a lot of contacts there uh, thank you so much and i think we now uh, had uh, arrived to our final uh, part uh, in this final part elena uh, we do some rapid questions and just to to get to know each other because we think relationships are uh like the base of everything that we do so uh this will be very simple don't worry about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> and today um uh, for our listeners today the the the, um, the type of questions will be a uh, one word questions so uh, <laughs> actually a one word answer so you need to to develop a little bit more it's okay but it's like quick questions you know <laughs> so uh sure may you start okay elena first please? questions what's your favorite local food Uh, mm, can you hear me? Yeah, <laughs> she's thinking. <laughs> yeah, you have so many. Okay, you can give more than one. Uh, usually, we have two words to describe here: bun, uh, noodle. Yeah, I like noodle. I like soup. I like hot pot. I like grilled fish. <laughs> It's not one word. Okay, noodle. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that happens yeah. uh, to us word. also <laughs> with food. No. Yeah, food is my thing. So, yeah, it's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable. <laughs> Relax. So the following question: um, Do you do you like sports and? If you do, which one and which uh, sports team do I you support? I like to watch uh, soccer, football, and my favorite team. Sorry, it's not Brazil. It's Argentina. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's still Latin America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, our brothers, our hermanos, <laughs> our, our <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> brothers. Next question: <laughs> Could you recommend us a uh, song from your country? Please. Uh, Vietnam ơi. Like hey Vietnam. Excellent. We will share this song in our social media so you, everyone can hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um and uh, I want to ask you a, a different question, okay? Uh what is your favorite holiday? local holiday and if and, and if it's something like uh very special from vietnam please just explain mm. what it's we about we have a uh, that holiday 
so it's like the Lunar New Year holiday. Just finished uh, one week ago. Uh, yeah, it's different from Chinese New Year. We mm-hmm. follow the same lunar calendar, but we call it that. And is a is a time for family reunion, to uh, appreciate, to be uh, next to each other, to build family together, and to celebrate. Um, just to let you know, we don't cook during the New Year, but we did all the cooking before that. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> the delicious dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, be careful because if you are here with me during that, uh, be be prepared that you gain a lot of weight. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, <laughs> I will visit you. Huh? <laughs> and we will bring some some of our dishes too <laughs> for yeah. you to try. <laughs> Last question. For Please sure. give us a book recommendation. Um, the book recommendation. I'm a, a quite a cheesy person, <laughs> and I like to um, read about inner strength. <laughs> and my favorite book is the Unleash the Giant Within. Uh, that, right. That's Thank my you. Favorite book. Uh, mm-hmm. You only ask for one, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can you can give another one. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Elena. <laughs> It's been a pleasure. Yeah, you thank you very much. Enjoy. To wrap wrap everything up, we want just uh, before saying goodbye, we need the uh, a very special uh, moment, which is, please, which would be. Your call for action to our listeners. Uh, I have three things. It's related to uh, the relationship between a dream, a job, and a life purpose. Um, the premise is: it's okay to adjust a dream, even drop a dream. It's okay to switch a job, as long as you know what is the ultimate outcome that you're after, why you're doing it in the in the first place, and then you'll get there. Um, so the call to action is uh, start living, start observing, start experiencing, and try searching from your inner um, self, who are you, what you really want to do, what makes you happy, what is your strength, uh, who, yeah, and then you will define a pathway for yourself. And this journey is not like Only one stop. Keep doing it. You will get a lot of fulfillment. And of course, surround yourself uh, with a lot of good friends, friends that think like you, uh, believe in the great things, and then have different strengths so that you can uh, complement each other. Thank you. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you very, very much. Yes. <laughs> This was beautiful. <laughs> so, so to to wrap it up, if there is one thing that uh, you want everyone to know on and or to carry on with, please share right now. What is your message for the world? The message for the listeners, <laughs> um, just accept yourself. Um, you will have good things and you also have weaknesses and it's all you. Uh, just accept it 
don't be too perfectionist, um, then you'll be having a very happy life. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yes, Perfect. me too. I'll take that for me, okay? Yeah, I think <laughs> one thing like perfectionist is like having so, no Elena, standards. Thank you. Because there's no such standards as perfect. Exactly. We never reach the, the, the 100% because it's like when you, when you are there, there's always a little bit more yeah. to, to go. <laughs> That's it. Perfect. Elena, thank, thank you, you very, very much. It was great to hear you. Yeah, to know more about you. And we will yeah. wait today. <laughs> we will visit Vietnam yeah, and eat those delicious sure. dishes <laughs> with you. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the future content, make sure to subscribe. You can also share with us a photo of yourself listening to this episode and tag us on social media. We are at Profit Podcast. We have a challenge for you. Go to our social media and you will find our quest post for this episode. It is an actionable challenge related to what you have just heard we are sure we'll help you in this journey for a purposeful life. We want to hear from you too. Share your superpower stories with us. That will help other adventurers to stay inspired as well. If you want to support us, give us a review on any platform you're listening to this podcast. It will help others to discover us. This interview is produced by a group of young people inspired by the values of the economy of Francesco. Our team members are Alessandro Fasol, Enrique Sanchez, Ingrid Ocampo, Pinsanchi, and me, Evelyn Sanchez. Thank you for listening. And remember to bring out your superpower from your inner universe to the whole world. See, See you, you next time. time.